Hi, this is Christopher Framberg and I'm one of the pastors in SOS Church Stockholm. We are an international Pentecostal church on Kungsholmen with celebrations in both English and Swedish. Our vision is to be a church that is for all people and to all nations that are living the Book of Acts kind of life in Stockholm and to the ends of the earth. We hope that this week's message will challenge and equip you to live a strong life together with Jesus. Wonderful. Thank you so much for having uh, my family and me during the week also at the Bible school. What an honor to be with all of you. Thank you, Pastor Ellie and Pastor Christopher for having us. It's always a joy to come here to Stockholm to this amazing church. And like I said it this morning already, we don't take that for granted because you guys are the ones that sent us to Switzerland and that allowed us to open a church in Bien and you have been with us all the time. You have backed us up, sent a lot of preachers and always encouraging us. And 10 years later, now we just had our 10th anniversary a few weeks ago and, uh, and the church is, is growing. We even planted another one now a year ago in a nearby city, 45 minutes away. People are getting saved and baptized. It's beautiful. We're already thinking about the next church plant. Come on. Huh? And uh, it's really amazing. Thank you also, SOS Church, for being so generous with uh, my family and myself. You have put us, maybe you don't know it, but uh, they used some of your money to put us in a nice hotel <laughs> here in Stockholm because of that 10th anniversary. So it was just beautiful. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts. It means so much to be here. This is not just like any church or any place. This is the best place. Uh, I can imagine to be, and uh, I love to preach here because you guys are always so hungry, and uh, I love it. So are you hungry even after having had lunch now? Yes, yes come on now. So uh, I have a message that I really want to share with you that I shared this morning already that I have called Blood-Stained Believers. Somebody wants to hear more? Yes. We'll talk about blood today, okay? It will be a bloody message and uh, I love this, okay? And uh, if you like me, maybe you like a, mo a good movie like Gladiator or so, you know. There's a little bit of blood, a little bit of blood that sometimes is uh, spilling a little bit on a, on a sword or something in those movies. We have getting used to those kind of blood a little bit over the years because we watch these movies, but we know that this is fiction, okay? But 2,000 years ago, real blood has been spilled and given on a real cross. Amen? And this one, we should not get too used to it, like we get used to the movies, okay? And uh, I, know, no, I, I know not everybody likes blood. Some, 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 they, some they yell when they see blood. Some they just uh, collapse when they see blood, okay? Some they doesn't care. But no matter your reaction towards blood, the blood that has been given 2,000 of years ago on a cross is real blood and this one we should never take as common or get used to it amen? amen the blood of jesus let's talk about this today is somebody interested yeah. yes so we all have some ordinary blood let's say like that i know you i know you're a special person but we all have some ordinary blood in our veins and we belong to a group a b c d i don't know exactly how that works but we have some doctors and nurses that can help us out okay but you know, Jesus, 
he had, yes, an earthly mother, but he had no earthly father. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit. So his blood is different. He doesn't just belong to any groups of blood, okay? And actually the Bible in 1 Peter 1, 18 to 19 says, For you know that it was not with perishable things such as silver or gold that you were redeemed from the empty way of life handed down to you from your ancestors, but with the precious blood of Christ, a lamb without blemish or defect, okay? The blood of Jesus is the only blood that the Bible calls precious because it's the only blood that can wash away our sins. You know, millions and millions of liters of blood have been spilled in the Old Testament. Millions of animals had to die just for our sins to be atoned for, not, not erased, atoned, which we, you can take an image like or like an illustration if you have a, a nice table at home and, and, uh, and uh, you want to invite some guests coming and all of a sudden your daughter spills a little bit of ketchup on the nice white table and you think, oh, there's a stain now. So you, you try to clean it and you don't manage to clean it and then you just put like a, a napkin, I don't know how you call that, like a protection, like one of these table napkin, I don't know if, you, if we say like that, table? Tablecloth, okay? Upon it and then it looks nice, but the stain is still there under the tablecloth, okay? And that's actually the picture from the Old Testament. It just covers, it just make it look nice. But these people, they knew that just after having done that, pro, that heavy spiritual procedure, they knew that they will have to start again very soon, okay? Imagine when John the Baptist saw Jesus coming. He said, the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. After, after centuries of atoning, of heavy spiritual disciplines and gymnastics, the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. He doesn't just put the tablecloth upon it. He goes under the tablecloth and he works directly on the stain. He takes it away. That's the blood of Jesus. The only blood that the Bible calls precious because it forgives our sins. Amen? It cleanses us. It washes us wider than snow isn't that the great news is somebody happy for the blood of jesus this, this afternoon okay we are grateful for the forgiveness of sins for what jesus has done two thousand of years ago but you know what most of the christians or even many christians let's say like that they just stop there they stop with the forgiveness of sins but there's much more in the blood of Jesus, okay? Even though it is precious, we are so happy for a second chance, for a new beginning, for the forgiveness of, of, of sins. But actually, there's much more to the blood of Jesus. And that's what we will talk about today. Somebody want to know? Yes. Come on now. Okay, and then let's jump right into it, okay? So, let's go back to the very first Passover that, has, that had been instituted. It was in Egypt, you know, the story of the people of Israel that were enslaved for 400 years in Egypt. And actually, at a certain point, um, uh, they were really working for, for Pharaoh. And this enslavement is a, like a little bit of a picture. It really happened. But it's also a picture for our enslavement to sin when we were without Jesus okay and then all of a sudden he raises a leader Moses and gives him the calling and the mission to free his people out of Egypt 
And he is like a little bit a type of Christ that was sent by God to deliver us from the enslavement of our sins, okay? And then actually he leads them out of Egypt and brings them into the promised land, which is also like a symbol and also an image of our salvation, even though this really happened, okay? It was also prophetic. And then you have these 10 plagues before they go out of the country. You have these 10 plagues that came. And like I say this morning, I'm looking forward to see that on a 3D uh, screen one day in heaven we'll see the frogs and the crocodiles and all of oh, it will be good amen there will be a little bit more of blood in in those plagues and and uh, and actually the last plague you know it it is when all the oldest children or the oldest the firstborn of all the animals where to die which actually we remember also the verse in the bible romans 6 23 that says for the wages of sin is death okay and actually before that 10 10th plague happens god is instituting the first passover he said to the israelites take a lamb and he gives a lot of explanation how they should eat it and kill it and all of that and then they, they, they tell take take the blood of those lambs and put it on the doorposts on the on the door lintels you know and that way, actually, you will not be touched by that plague. And then with this in mind, we can read now in Exodus 12, 13 to 14. But the blood on your doorpost will serve as a sign. Amen? As a sign. Making the houses where you are staying. When I see the blood, I will pass over you. This plague of death will not touch you. When I strike the land of Egypt... This is a day to remember. Each year from generation to generation, you must celebrate it as a special festival to the Lord. This is a law for all time. My friends, there is so much more than forgiveness of sins to the blood of Jesus. The truth is that when you say yes to Jesus, the day when you come to Jesus and you say, I need you. I cannot go on without you. I need to be washed. I need to be forgiven. Be my savior. When you do this, there is a mark that is applied on your life, okay? You are marked with the blood of Jesus. In the same way that this blood was applied on the door lintels, when you say yes to Jesus, not just any lamb, but the lamb of God that was given as a sacrifice, you are marked with the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. And that makes you a blood stained believer somebody says amen amen remember this blood stained believer you have a mark on your life and this means much more than just salvation maybe you see but ah, look i don't see any blood here but friends you know americans they have this special uh, uh, uh how you say uh, uh lunette how do you say that glasses you know then these night night glasses and 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 actually heaven and hell they have some special glasses also they see some things that you don't see they have actually a much better sight than we have in the natural and believe me they see that you are a blood-stained believer you are marked with the blood of jesus and this terrifies hell really they are terrified at seeing these marks okay and in the same way when the Israelites applied this blood on the lintels, in the same way the angel of death had to go over the house, in the same way you also are marked with the blood of Jesus and the devil has no right to touch you anymore because you are a blood-stained believer. Amen? Amen. That's the truth. 
And I want you to really get that today. And not forget about it, okay? We just came out of Easter, which actually is the time when we remember. But we should not just remember once a year, okay? We should remember much more than that. But it's a very important moment to do it, okay? And uh, you are a blood-stained believer. You are marked by the blood of Jesus. It's the signature of Jesus that says he belongs. She belongs to me. She's been bought with a high price. She's my possession. Don't touch at her anymore. Amen? You are a blood-stained believer. It's very important to understand that, okay? And let's go real now into the message. What does that mark really mean for you except salvation and forgiveness of sin? First point here that I want to say is that you are marked for freedom. Amen? You are marked for freedom. And actually after that first Passover, we see that Israel could walk out of Egypt into the promised land, into freedom, okay? And, uh, and they, were, they came out of slavery the same way you also, you are a blood-stained believer and you are marked for freedom. Colossians 2, 11 to 15 says, when you came to Christ, you were circumcised, you were marked, actually also, okay? But not by a physical procedure, Christ performed the spiritual circumcision or a spiritual mark, the blood of Jesus, the cutting away of your sinful nature, for you were buried with Christ when you were baptized, and with Him you were raised to new life, because you trusted the mighty power of God who raised Christ from the dead. You were dead because of your sins, and because your sinful nature was not yet cut away. Then God made you alive with Christ, for He forgave all our sins. Listen to this now. He canceled the record of the charges against us and took it away by nailing it to the cross. In this way, He disarmed the spiritual rulers and authorities. He shamed them publicly by His victory over them on the cross. Okay? These passages, my friend, tells us that you are free of charges no accusations no condemnation no nothing that can be held against you anymore okay because the blood of jesus has paid for every charge for every accusation amen somebody say amen to this you are completely innocent you can walk out free completely because of the blood of jesus because you are a blood-stained believer because you are marked for freedom amen this is what that bible passage says here okay and the most powerful weapon that we have against the one that accuses us day and night is the blood of jesus amen you a blood-stained believer you should never forget that okay and you will see why it is important that you do not forget this because we easily forget we easily slip into our old ways sometimes okay so it's very important that you understand that because the blood of jesus answers all our enemies accusation and actually every time the devil comes and whispers to your ear that you are not enough he remembers you of your past your mistakes and everything you did wrong actually the blood of jesus makes all of these accusations a lie because Jesus paid for it on the cross already 2,000 of years ago it is finished amen he has accomplished everything for you to walk out completely free 
The devil, he's a professional accuser, blackmailer. He's a bully. He wants to come after you. He wants to neutralize you. He wants to remember you of your past, of your mistakes, of your shortcomings. But you are now a bloodstained believer, okay? Remember that. You are marked with the blood of Jesus and you are marked for freedom. Amen? The blood on your life is more than enough. It answers all the charges of the devil against you okay hebrews 9 and 14 says the blood of christ will purify our consciences from sinful deeds so that we can worship the living god so many times we still condemn ourselves because of some things we compare ourselves we think we are not enough and then there is a battle that happens in our thoughts and we think we are not enough and our conscience is affected and we don't go into the presence of God because we think, oh, I don't deserve it. I'm not good enough. I didn't read my Bible or I don't know what. But when you come into the light, the Bible says in First John, when you never stay in the shadow, when you did anything wrong, you just come into the light. The Bible says you come into the light and the blood of Jesus purifies your conscience from anything, okay? There's no reason to stay in slavery, okay? You are marked for victory, amen? You are marked for freedom. And in the same way that the angel of death had to go around those houses that had this blood on the lintels, in the same way he is not allowed to touch you anymore because you belong to Jesus. He paid a high price for you. He didn't pay with the money in his pocket but he paid with the blood that was running in his veins and he was paying until there was no blood in his veins anymore. To the last drop, he paid for you, okay? This is important that you understand. And a good example for us to understand how free we are is the thief on the cross. You remember, he was just next to Jesus. He didn't have time to make a Bible school. He didn't have time to go to church. He didn't even have time to open his Bible, okay? He was just there and he said, Jesus save me and right there on the spot he walked into freedom amen he was marked with the blood of jesus that's how it works okay never forget this my friend you know it's by faith that we are saved stop with always thinking you need to do more so it's good to do deeds deeds are good okay but never forget that faith is the key that opens the door to eternity amen and deeds are the keys that open the door to rewards, but not to salvation. Amen? Don't mix these two things. So many Christians, they mix these two teachings and then they, it, it, it makes everything heavy. But you are saved by grace. It is a gift from God. The Bible tells us that this gift is the only moment that God became poor. Because he gave what was most precious for him. You are now a blood-stained believer. Amen? You are marked for freedom. That's the truth, okay? That thief on the cross, he was saved instantly. He walked into his freedom. Jesus said, today you will be with me in paradise. He really experienced that verse in John 8, 36 that says, if the Son sets you free, you are truly free. You are free indeed. And I'm so sad and, and sick and tired to see so many Christians that are still living under a yoke of condemnation. Always carrying with them these thoughts that they are inferior, that they are not enough, that they should do a little bit more before they should really go into, into serving God or so. But friends, it is finished. Amen? 
it's been paid. The bill has been paid. When you think like that, it's like if you receive the, the, the bill from, what is it, Telia? Yeah, you receive the, 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 the bill from Telia. Somebody, someone pays for it, and then you take it. No, I feel I, feel I need to pay it a second time. It's such a good company, I want to pay it a second time. No. Friends, it is finished. It has been paid, amen? It is more than enough, okay? And I want you to understand that the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus makes every whisper from the devil to your ears, every lie, every accusation, every condemnation a lie, okay? Because it's been paid for. You should never forget this. You are a bloodstained believer and you are marked for freedom. Somebody say amen. Yeah. Eh? And the second thing that you need to know today is that this mark that you have received when you said yes to Jesus, it's a mark of victory. You are marked for victory. Revelation 12 verse 11 says, And they have defeated him by the blood of the Lamb and by their testimony, and they did not love their lives so much that they were afraid to die. Okay? Friends, the, the blood of Jesus is not just meant to be sung about on stage during the worship time or to be just talked about or studied. It's good to do that. But it's not just even to be preached about like I do today. It is to be used. Amen. You can apply it over your children, over your family, over your job, over, over your, your, your marriage or wherever you need a breakthrough and a miracle. You can take that blood and apply it. Put your faith in the finished work of, cro of the cross. Amen. We are to use it. Okay. It's so important that you understand that it brings you from a defensive Christianity to an offensive Christianity. You come down from the chairs and you go into the arena you start to fight for real you're not a spectator anymore because you are a blood-stained believer amen you are marked for freedom and marked for victory this is what the blood of Jesus does in your life and it makes like Romans 8 37 says in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us okay so how does that work how does the blood of Jesus bring victory? How does the finished work of the cross ensure a guaranteed victory in your life? Let me tell you first how it doesn't work. It doesn't work like abracadabra and stuff like this and you recite like a, uh, like a weird uh, 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 citation or something or you take a crucifix and you just go against the demons in your house. I don't know. It doesn't work like that, okay? It doesn't even work like some, some garlic that you would put on your door. Because you're afraid that the vampires will come in the night. Or I don't know. It doesn't work like that. The blood of Jesus doesn't work like in a mystical way. Okay. The blood of Jesus works because you have this revelation in yourself. That 2,000 years ago, real blood has been spilled on a real cross in your stead. In your place. Okay. And that you don't have to pay the price anymore. That you are a, a blood marked and blood stained believer. Okay. So you know that. You declare it. It's a revelation that is in you and you remember the devil about it and he's scared about that that's how it works okay so this is very important with your testimony with your testimony and with the blood of the lamb you declare it day and night I'm a blood-stained believer. I belong to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Amen. I'm a child of the Most High. My past has nothing to say anymore about my future. My sins are gone. They have been erased. Okay. There's no accusation. There's no trial. No condemnation that can stand 
anymore. Amen? Because I have walked out free. Amen? So important to understand that, okay? It's not like just abracadabra. It's a powerful revelation. You live by it. You fight by it. You, you, you continue to confess it with a testimony. And you have the victory. Amen? Amen? It's so important. It's on this revelation that Jesus built his church. And all the power of hell can do nothing against it. They actually are terrified at that. Demons and the devil, when they see bloodstained believers walking on Drottninggatan or at Stadshagen or at Flemingsberg or I don't know where, Hudinge or, or, or uh, Friedemsplan and all these wonderful names, when they see you on the escalators there, they are really panicking because you are a bloodstained believer. Amen? So important you understand that as soon as you say yes to Jesus, you become most wanted in the kingdom of darkness, okay? There are those uh, bounty hunters that are coming after you. They're really coming after you, but when they see a bloodstained believer aware of who he is, those bunch of demons on Drottninggatan, they see you and they will say, look at her, look at him. Here we have a bloodstained believer. Let's not touch him. Let's jump into the metro, into the Pendletog and take a plane at Orlando and leave. Because otherwise we know that we will get kicked by a bunch of angels if we, are, if we don't pay really attention. Amen? Oh, my friends, you are not, you are not comestible for the, for the devil, okay? He will lick you a little bit and then he'll spit it out right away. Because you are a blood-stained believer. Amen? So important that you know who you are. That battle is very real, okay? It's not a fiction or a fantasy like Gladiator or Kingdom of Heaven or I don't know what. Ephesians 6 and 12 says, For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies. People are not your enemies. Your, your teacher is not your enemy. Your banker is not your enemy. Your mother-in-law is not your enemy, okay? They are not your enemies. We don't fight against flesh and blood. Many laugh, but they really believe that the mother-in-law is the enemy. She's not. Amen? She's not. Really. Okay? But against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. Amen? We fight against flesh and blood. This is reality. Okay? And as a believer, there is an enemy that wants to deplete you of who you are in Christ. Of your Christ-like character. And if he cannot like, get you lost, he will at least try to neutralize you so that you don't bear any fruit anymore. That you come to church with condemnation. Oh, brother, oh, sister, it's been a heavy week. Oh, brother, oh, sister, I don't feel like coming to the outreach because I've, I've done this and that. My friend, come on now. You have walked out free. You are marked for freedom. You are marked for victory. Stop always living under that burden of guilt and condemnation. It's been completely paid for. No charge can, can, held, can be held against you anymore. Amen? Yeah. You a blood-stained believer, okay? You have been marked for freedom and marked for victory, okay? If you feel discouraged at times, remember Isaiah 54 and 17 that says... No weapon forged against you will prevail, and you will refute every tongue that accuses you. Amen? This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and this is their vindication for me, declares the Lord. This should be your testimony. This should be what comes out of your mouth, your confession. Okay? 
you are a blood-stained believer, marked for freedom and marked for victory. Last point today. Are you ready? Yes. Never forget. 1 Peter 5, 8 and 9 says, be alert. Don't forget. And sober mind. Never forget, okay? Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Resist him standing firm in the faith because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of suffering. Okay? Be alert. Okay? Be of sober mind. Don't forget. Don't be drunk. Don't be sleepy. Never forget who you are. You are a blood-stained believer. I love in a French version, actually this passage says that be alert because the devil is looking for someone that will let himself be devoured. They will allow the devil to devour himself, okay? And we already know that the best tactic of Satan is to accuse you, to condemn you, to remember you, your past, okay? He's very smart. You know, he's been around for thousands of years. He's been looking through the hole of your, of your door for many years. He knows exactly where your weaknesses are. But you know what? God knows also, and he's the one know, loving you more than anyone in this room that doesn't know what you are going through. Amen? That's the truth also. But he's smart. The devil really, he knows everything, okay? He's not, he's not born yesterday. And, and, and the Bible calls him a, a lion, and it's actually not, a, not, an, not an accident. It's that he calls him a lion. Because I don't know if you watched uh, uh, an animal documentary or so, when the lions are hunting, they're not just... They're not just going like, like in a swimming pool above the buffaloes and, and just jumping in the middle of the, of, the, of the buffalo family. They don't do that because they know that they, they'd be cut in pieces and, 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 and they, 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 they will have some holes in the body very quickly, okay? No, they are smart. They have a tactic. They are looking for that naive prey that is a little bit outside of the flock you know that is a little bit no no you know i don't need my brothers and sisters i'm a self-made man i can handle it me and god god told me i don't need anybody to tell me and he's just there a little bit outside of the flock and and just uh, uh, uh having a good time and being a little bit naive and weak like some christians that are a little bit sleepy that don't pay really attention and then all of a sudden bim they snatch him Okay, and that is why also the Bible says that the devil is like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. He has to look, not everybody he can just snatch, okay? He has to be looking for someone because then he looks, aha, here is someone. Ah, this one is not comestible, I cannot snatch him. Ah, this one, no, this one either. But there. There is a weak one that is a little bit outside of the flock, a little bit naive, a little bit sleepy, okay? And then he snatches him or her. And that's exactly how the devil works, okay? It's not, a, it's not, a, it's not an incident that they called him uh, a lion, okay? He's like a praying lion, but he has to be looking for someone to devour. And when the Bible says that he has to be looking for someone, it means that not all fall into this category of being comestible, okay? He cannot, they are not all al dente, okay? They cannot just all just be eaten like that, okay? He has to lick and spit, and he has to try again. 
and there are just some of them that can be devoured, okay? He has been, he has to look for someone to devour, amen? And the question now today is, in which category do you fall? Are you one of those that can be devoured easily because you are not aware of who you are in Jesus, that you are a blood-stained believer marked for freedom and marked for victory? Or are you one of those that the devil will never dare to touch because he knows he will burn his fingers? Okay, you are a blood-stained believer. Never forget that. This revelation needs to be stuck, not only in your head, but in your heart. Okay, very important, my friend, that you get this. So important. Hosea 4 and 6 says, my people are destroyed from lack of knowledge. What knowledge? Knowledge about the blood, for example. Knowledge about who you are in Christ. That you are a blood-stained believer. Marked for freedom and victory. Amen? They forget about this. And because the, the, the anguishes and the, and the worries of life have taken advantage of them. Like, like Jesus says in the, in the Sermon of the Mount. Okay, but you don't have to worry because He's there for you. You are marked with blood. You are His special possession. Amen. All the blessings, all the promises are yes and amen for you in Jesus Christ. Okay. But some people, they perish because they don't have this knowledge or they forget about it. They forget that they are blood-stained believers. Amen. So it's important that you don't, be gone, don't become forgetful about that. Okay. Never forget. You are a blood-stained believer. You are marked for freedom and marked for victory. You have to be aware of that. Because it's not just like something a priest can do for you uh, when you are born and, and do something with some uh, blessed water or so. No, we walk by faith, okay? That's why we need to stay aware of who we are. We are blood-stained believers. We need to walk in this faith of what God has done 2,000 of years ago for us, for you and for me. So important, okay? And by doing this, you're one of those that the devil will have to go around. He cannot devour you because you are a blood-stained believer. Amen? Can I invite the worship team to join me on stage? And I will slowly finish this message. I'm coming to my conclusion. You need to walk by faith and never forget who you are. Remember that we started this message with the very first Passover. Remember? They had to kill this lamb. They had to take the blood and put it on the door, on the doorsteps, on the, on the lintels there, okay, on the doorposts, so that the angel of death could, had, had to go around or over that house. And, and this was something that had to be done as a law, as a tradition, and, and, and God asked them to do that every year for all generation, forever, okay? He knew why he said that. He knew how quickly we forget. He knew how quickly we can forget and we can slip back into, into merits and, and, and into doing things on our own and trying to just fix our identity and our stuff. And, and, and he knew that, okay? And that's why I'm with, with that knowledge now that we have, let's read together 1 Corinthians 11, 25 to 26 that says... In the same way, after supper, he took the cup saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. It's not the blood of some lambs anymore. It is the blood of the lamb, okay? The one that you have been marked with. Do this. Whenever you drink it, 
in remembrance of me. Amen. To remember, to never forget. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. In other words, he says, never forget. You're a bloodstained believer. Never forget. It is finished. Never forget. The price has been paid. You are marked for freedom. You are marked for victory. You're a bloodstained believer. You belong to me. Your past has nothing to say about your present, neither your future anymore. Because you've been washed clean. You've been forgiven. You have walked out of your Egypt and walked into your promised land. You're a bloodstained believer. You are part of God's family. The devil has no hold on you anymore except if you give him some. Okay? That's why you need to walk by faith. And that's why Jesus said, this is the new covenant in my blood. Do this in remembrance of me. Whenever it's needed, do it. Take the Holy Communion with your friends, with your family, with your church, with your house group, with your life group. And, and remember that you are a bloodstained believer. Remember that you are marked for freedom and marked for victory. Rem, re, rem, remind yourself that you have an identity, a new, a new beginning, a new identity in Jesus. Amen. It's so important that you understand this. Okay. Never forget about the power that is found in the precious blood of Jesus the blood of the new covenant amen let's never forget you have been listening to a podcast from SOS Church Stockholm if you want to know more about the church or have information about our Bible school and leadership academy go online to soschurch.se we hope to see you soon at a celebration here in Stockholm or at one of our daughter's churches in Gothenburg or Malmö have a wonderful week